0: That's the mere I don't know polarizing. Okay,
1: let's go with Leon the the Professional to start with.
0: Nobody said anything there or I said that. (laughs) Silence that
1: silence just
2: spoke
1: absolute volumes there. uh, We'll we'll leave that as a little starting cliffhanger until we get to next week's episode. But welcome into a delayed episode of Morons Review of Movies. Uh, we have missed one week. We will blame somebody for it. Probably Hunter. He's probably pissed off somewhere.
2: No, that's actually that the <laughs> good to go last week.
1: Fair yeah, enough. It was Sean's fault. It was Sean's fault. <laughs> uh, it's not his fault here. Fucking hell. <laughs> not I do laugh at it though because Sean put in obviously a last minute kind of making guys like go on without me and we all just jumped on the, Yeah, let's let's just scrap it tonight.
0: <laughs> right, you couldn't you couldn't wait like were watching the film like with twenty minutes to go with that.
3: Someone's <laughs> someone account to it was somebody wasn't even going to be ready. To finish the film before they even start the stream was uh, start our stream start our podcast
2: Sorry, I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try.
3: What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron,
0: that's not against the law. God, you fucking moron. I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you
2: moron. What are you, a fucking moron?
0: Huh? You moron. Drop dead.
2: Moron. Whoa. Up here, you morons. Stepping morons like yourself. Me down, you moron. Hey, moron. It would be uh, Kyle who
1: was ready to talk yeah. about anyone of us under the bus when we, we finished the time of the Kyle <laughs> was about half an hour until the recording started I had 28 minutes of film left to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I went back and I, I re-watched it again today, so I'm I'm up to date with it. But we are indeed talking about Leon the Professional. Who selected this movie again? That would be me. That would be Mr. Paul. So a movie that came out in 1994, a 12-year-old Matilda is reluctantly taken in by Leon, a professional assassin, after her family is murdered. An unusual relationship forms as she begins his protégé and lends the assassin's trade. Mr Paul, why this movie?
0: Um, I watched it, I think it was another love film deal, this one. Um, and I watched it way back, just watched it once. And I remember enjoying it um and just when we were picking films and i thought it was one that uh, people would enjoy um i actually enjoyed it more i think this time than the first time i watched it. i would say um i just think it's a fantastic movie like um actual there's we need a wee bit of disclosure here so me sean and burns have actually already discussed this a wee bit (laughs) together (laughs) on saturday
1: cheers for the invite
0: but yeah. The thing is, the one thing we need to do this week is, uh, I think, a title for the episode, because Sean's already come up with it. Which is? Do you want to say it, Sean, or will I do it? Uh, no, you can say it. It's uh, Leon the paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> of, course of course it <laughs> is. Of course it is. See, that's the thing. I was like, I don't know if I, I, didn't, I really don't know what to speak about this film first, because I don't, I'm, I'm I'm, going to be a lot more gushing than probably everybody, so... Nose I gushing as Leon. Ah, oh, I knew you were. <laughs>
4: That's
1: grim.
0: That's vile. That is vile,
1: sorry. <laughs> we're a few minutes in, guys. Welcome and Have you missed us? Have you missed us? There's a few minutes to talk about nonsense. Um, it's, an, it, you know what, it's an interesting dynamic to the movie because I'm very much in this is an amazing movie, but I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Dub's no agreeing now. Just... Oh, sorry, no. I, I was I was letting you talk. Um, the I think all good cinema does that. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that they have this dynamic, but make you uncomfortable at times. Like that's um, me and Sean were discussing it a wee bit, and I was kind of saying that the the relationship between the two of them, obviously, it's it's way way too close to the bone. And I was kind of saying that to Sean as well. It's you probably wouldn't make a film like this now, but. The one thing i would caveat it with is the fact that if you kind of listen to the kind of wee bit of backstory that you get in the movie leon hasn't kind of really had many interpersonal relationships he's just kind of been brought on by this kind of guy that seems like he's kind of connected to the mob a wee bit and then he's kind of just keeping his money for him and giving him jobs and stuff Mm -hmm. and then obviously she's been brought up in a kind of abusive family and stuff so Mm -hmm. the two of them didn't really have any idea how to interact with each other Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of the stuff with her is kind of bravado and there's a bit where you see her and she's i think she's either crying or she's watching something and as soon as she hears him coming into the apartment or the hotel room or whatever she changes the channel and pretends she's doing something else she doesn't want him to see how vulnerable she is or how young she she is is in a way you uh know what i mean
3: because she tells him that she's 18 and obviously the guy that he works for account if he, didn't fit. obviously he knows she's only, what she meant to be, 12 or something? She is actually 12. He obviously says to, she says to Leon that she's 18, but then that obviously blends into what you're saying about just watching a cartoon, and as soon as he is ah, building, that's it. TVs TVs changed to a different channel, because I was, I wasn't sure if, like, watching it, whether Leon does, I think Leon's quite above as to what's going on, as well, it's not as if he re- like I Aye. thought that he wasn't really, like, it wasn't as if, I couldn't put a finger on if he knows she's obviously, if he actually realises she's not 18, or whether he realises she's a lot younger, but I got the vibe for him that he didn't really, he didn't really pick up that she had this crush on him or whatever. Aye, I.
2: Would, I would just try to think of the right terminology to use in 2023 to see he was, um, they're maybe quite closer in mean, mental ages together. Like, mm-hmm. with, Aye, that's um, a good He's definitely
0: on the spectrum, like. I think he's well aware. I think he's well aware what age she is, but I don't think he, I, I don't know if he just, I don't. I just don't think he really takes her kind of advances on him that seriously. There's a couple of times where he's like, What is happening here? And, but, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I knew people would feel uncomfortable with it, but I don't know. Some bits I, I, suppose, I found funny. I, you know what I mean? it's a bit
1: um it's a bit interesting watching it though because you can tell that she's obviously been really really provocative and direct towards him and he's he is uncomfortable but he he's almost not pushing her away but he's not like the bit when they're in the, the restaurant and she's leaning over like determined she's going to give him a kiss he, he's like oh no but people are watching i was like oh so are you insinuating there that
0: if people weren't they watching, that would be uh, fine? Uh, there's a couple of bits, and, and there's a bit where she's like talking about her first time and all that. Oh. And it's, like, I don't think I'd be a good lover. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's... And then they, sh- they They sleep in
1: the same bed that night? what uh, yeah, was going to yeah, say. Yeah, but he, he's, he's never even
0: slept in a bed before. Yeah. Well, up until when he's been in New York. Mm-hmm.
5: That's weird. He is a weird, weird guy. Like, I... I'd, it's been about 15 years or so since I've watched this before and I forgot that he's such a weirdo, eh? Like, there's something no right about him. Uh, I don't know. You, you kind of forget, like, we've been talking about this for about five minutes or so, so far. No one's mentioned the fact that he's a hitman, which is part of the, meant to be part of the film. It's just all about... It's not really about that, is it?
0: It's about you no, watch the 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 opening scene is, obviously, they give him a job to do. And it's obviously... He's taking on all these like hen- these like useless henchmen and all that, which I think that scene is incredible. Like the full thing is just fantastic. But then after that, all his hits kind of seem like they're really basic and stuff. Like when he's training her, mm-hmm. it's all that it's exact same scenario. Mm-hmm. The put or the the eye hole. She says her name's Susan or something like that. Only once some uh, somebody cat caught onto it, and then he has to just fling a grenade in or something. But no, it's not really you're right, it's not really about him being a hitman, is it? It's it's kind oh, of it's their
2: relationship. It's their
0: relationship that carries it, eh? See, watching that opening
1: scene though, you could I, I really, really enjoy it and I really, really like it. But I do think i needed that second watch in a short period of time to really appreciate it because the acting is terrible. The the bad guys in that scenario, your typical like early 90s, late 80s bad guys, they all look like Daniel. Long hair, big beards, a bit scruffy around the edge, all with the same stern face.
0: You, do you see but the bit where they're like tidying up the, the drugs, and one of them's like rubbing it on his gums and all that.
1: <laughs> well, that was it's hilarious. when, they, when the, the big fat guy, they're like they're, who's like obviously the main drug dealer at that point, he runs in after being told, he's had the phone call and it's like someone's coming up. How does he look? He looks serious, Aye, and then he so runs the, to the
0: camera. <laughs> he just shoots the boy right after it. But then
1: the big guy like runs into the room. The camera zooms right up to him. He's like, "There's a man coming," and he's serious.
0: That's like that when it's like, as a wee bit kind of absurd, like the comedy elements there.
1: But yeah, and it's in that kind of dark, humour, dark comedy part because then obviously loads of people get killed. But I quite liked how they didn't really overly focus on the assassin side of it because he's quite looking at him and his behaviour, and his mannerisms. You don't see him as your stereotypical assassin. You, like if if he was John Claude Van Damme or something in that point, you would think of him as being an assassin. But he looks very very different to him. But it's it's just a it's a really unique relationship that they've got. That's uh,
0: borderline scary. <laughs> it's probably nice. Mm. Hmm. That was kinda of what we were talking about on Saturday mainly. Um But Sean was kinda of, kinda of on the other side of the argument a wee bit.
4: I mean I wasn't too far on the other side. It was like obviously I didn't know anything about it when I went into watching it, so you can imagine as as like my reaction as things unfolded in front of me. Like there was bits of safety dubs like uh, the kind of final scene with the two of them, where he was low on her in the wall, basically. I genuinely thought they were going to kiss, and I was a bit worried. Like I just, because
3: uh, it just mm-hmm. felt like
4: they were going. I was like, this is just fucking so weird. And like when she was dancing for him, and she had like the, the the brown and all that, and I was like, I've no idea what age she was when this was filmed, but I can't imagine. I don't, imagine she, she I don't think she was much. Older.
0: I don't think she was much older than twelve. I think she was
2: actually I,
4: thirteen. Yeah. Like that's that's really really creepy. Uh, but in terms of the actual, if you take away the, the paedophile stuff, in terms of the actual <laughs> kind of film, like I, like, I, like I did kind of enjoy it, uh, like he's made some good points but it not really being much about a hitman in itself, it is just about the relationship between the two of them, and uh, obviously he doesn't really take it that seriously, but uh, like that's what I felt until that final scene when I thought they were going to kiss,
0: uh, and I'm really glad that they did not <laughs> But we dis- but we discussed it like on at the weekend, like I di- that to me it didn't seem like it was romantic or anything like that scene. Like, <sighs> it was like it, it was like a like a parent and a child relationship and he was kinda just saying to her that he loved her and stuff like that, just so that she would leave. Aye. Yeah. Aye. Like mm. that's the I mean, way he, knew it's, he was gonna
4: like probably not make it out of there. Really
0: and it's but... kind, of, kind of the only time he really opens up and says like you have taught me to have an because i don't think he really enjoys his work around like that he takes it seriously but mm-hmm. obviously and he's kind of saying like you've you've given me a reason to live and all that i want to have roots and stuff and that's obviously hang with the plant at the end but i don't know that just that never really struck me as there's, there's worse there's worse bits than than that in the film like the bit the dinner scene and stuff and the Oh, uh, right. the, the, they're, like, they're like a virgin in that day, hey, aye, definitely. They are like way over, top, way over the top. But the bit with the wall, I just thought it was like, I, I really thought that was one of, probably the best scene in the movie, to be honest. I
4: think it was just because it was kind of like obviously building up towards the end, and because of everything that had went before it between the two of them and how she was like quite persistent and basically her love for him and stuff like that. It, I just, for a for, for minute, I just thought that that's the way it was going. Uh, but obviously, like, yeah, it just would have been really fucking stupid if that, that did
5: happen. So I'm obviously glad it didn't.
2: I do I I, feel like
5: this, I was I was just gonna say I felt a wee bit let down watching this compared to what my expectations were. Um I don't know, I, just, I feel like apart for the pedophile shit,
2: <laughs> which
5: what is a quite sentence. Well, I remember I was watching it going, we're going to talk a lot about the fact that this is kind of borderline pedo-ish. So I knew that that was it's going to be... borderline, me. let's be honest. There's border
3: involved. Well, So that was the first thing you decided to bring up in your own review of the film then?
5: No, but what I'm saying is, aside from the pedo stuff, there's not really much else to it. I don't know, I just <laughs> felt a wee bit... Like, I don't know, I just felt a wee bit like I was watching it and nothing really was going on. I just felt a wee bit like watching Time Pass a wee bit and then that was it do you know I mean like i, I, I felt a bit bored if i'm honest watching it um which i was surprised about it was weird sorry bunsey
3: no i was just gonna say it's like i can see where you're coming from it's like i thought the the start of the film was quite um quite good how the way they set it up it was quite fast fast paced and there was a lot happened in terms of you scene, seeing like <coughs> matilda's family and all the goings on and the drugs and all that all that stuff so like but then they did sort of focus on just her and Leon. And like I thought they worked quite well together, but obviously it was quite uncomfortable at times as well, which we've touched on. Um and I think for me, as is like seen on the back of it, is obviously it was a director's cut version that we watched. That's and it. and it's mentions in the we mentioned a wee bit of red saying that on the director's cut. You see more of her accompanying accompanying him on jobs. And I did hump think that's uh, sorry? Humping him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: thought
2: he said him. that as
3: well. <laughs> Going with him on jobs. Accompanying <laughs> <laughs> him. I can't say it now? <laughs> that
2: also implies that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: which, which I was thinking that game up became a bit repetitive because it did seem as if you were just seeing Another job, and like you say, there wasn't as if this, it wasn't as if the job seemed anything special. It seems if you're just seeing repeat over and over again a bit. Like I don't know how long the distance was between uh, the length was between the the two types of films, but that makes a bit of sense as to what the film was in the director's cut. But I, I thought it was I thought it was still quite good. It's like I, I think we've obviously focused on the Peter stuff more than <laughs> and how it comes across to some people more than. Um, one how actually enjoyable the film film is when you take that out of the account in terms of the awkward stages of it is is still quite a good film I would say.
2: I mean that's, that's worth, this far in, sorry, Dobbs, but no even Gary Oldman's name's not even been mentioned one shit before just holding on yeah. the, the, the yeah. elephant in the room here. That no. <laughs> Oldman's performance it reminded me a true romance character was definitely a lot of similarities between the two of them.
0: Well, I was actually going to bring this up. Uh, I didn't know if it would come up until later. But did you see? Did then he's noticed the fact that obviously it's like a kind of corrupt, like DEA kind of team, a squad that he's got. Yeah. One of the characters is called Blood, and it's like he's like a kind of white, like Rastafarian type guy that looks like uh, Gary Oldman in True Romance. Mm-hmm. That, that, oh, yeah. I, I was like, that, that's. A, I, I think it only came out maybe what like a year after True Romance. I was um, like I like would been Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm like that. I I don't know if that was deliberate or no. It just seemed he's he's kind of and that is really really similar. He's not got the like I think uh, Gary Oldman had like a contact lens in and scars on his face and all exactly. that. But uh, he kind of had the same sort of the, the pattern and the mm-hmm. um he's like bomberclat and all that kind. No. Bomberclat.
2: Made the comeback twenty.
5: Years, was it thirty years later. I the one bomb bomber. <laughs> I think. Um. I feel like Gary Oldman's character and that whole thing felt very separate from everything else that was going on, like a wee bit. Um. I know it also it did link, but I. I felt like Gary Oldman was quite good at it, but I didn't feel like any of it really mattered all that much to me. Um. Was the main thing. Like I think that was my whole thing throughout the film. I didn't feel like there was all that much riding on anything. And then the fact that he was sort of like, a, you, you knew he worked as a DEA agent, but surely was far too unhinged for anyone to ever believe. Like, see when he was trying to cover up and say, oh, yeah, I shot him. He was trying to explain how the shooting happened or that. Like, it he, he was out of his mind.
0: Like, uh, maybe yeah. was,
5: do you know what I mean? Like, it, was, it never came across as believable that he was covering up this double life. He was a fucking maniac. Like, how was he getting back on his
0: day job? Like, yeah. it was a bit far-fetched. Um uh, and I, he's really his involvement really is kind of that opening scene. He has a lot, and then obviously Kenny kind of corners Matilda in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much it, other than the the, the ending of the movie. Um, but he's good in it; like he's just ah, like, he's very outrageous. good.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I liked the main three: so Gary Oldman, uh, Gene Russell and Natalie Portman. I thought all three of them were excellent, and it really oh. enticed, like. I'm, I was all in this, but I really, really liked it um, both times that I watched it, even though I watched the end uh, two weeks ago. But um, I, I don't know, I, I think this is the kind of film I could go back and watch again in a couple of weeks and still have the oh, same aye. level of enjoyment of it. And it is very, very simple. Surprised, I'm
0: surprised you didn't like it, Daniel, actually. I thought this would have been right up your seat. Uh, ah, yeah. I me mean, too. Like, I feel like, I feel like it's got a bit of I
5: uh, I don't know why, but it's got a bit of a taxi driver kind of vibe to it as well. Um, which again, I wasn't as impressed with as, as I feel like I should have been.
0: I don't know. I just, I just felt
5: a wee bit empty for I me. D- I, feel I, don't like- think, I
0: don't think taxi drivers really got a lot of uh, humour in it. Really, I feel like this has got a lot more humour in it. Kind of. I, like, know, I don't.
5: Think that it's like uh, exactly. That's
0: a, a really dark
5: movie.
0: Aye.
5: Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I just feel like if it concentrated a wee bit more than like her becoming an assassin, there was a wee bit more story that it was invested in. I just didn't feel like I was ever really all that invested in what was going on but it was weird because I mind liking it when I was younger. What well, It came on Channel 4 late night once when, God, 15, 20 years ago when I first watched it. So I was quite excited to watch it this time, but I don't know. I just I just didn't invest in anything and then I think more than more than the, the weird paedophile aspect was I felt a wee bit like Natalie Portman as an actual actress was being exploited a wee bit here.
0: Well, like, I don't know if maybe uh, H is going to have this in his trivia. Um, possibly, but fire on it. no... It's not really even trivia, it's like, it's not, like, trivia usually has this kind of, like, nice connotation that it's something, oh, did you know? Um, yeah. That, I said this to the guys at the weekend as well, that the guy that directed it got married to, a, or had a relationship with a 15-year-old or something. Ah, okay. Is it look Besson or something like that? all right that's the
2: guy's
0: name up. because I that not... Kiddos- they skipped over that in the trivia section when I was it, eh? so. I mean it's on it's on I just went on Wikipedia. I, I, I always kind of try to avoid reading about movies usually, but with this one obviously because I, I like it so much, I did have a wee look and the, um that was that was it's in it's mentioned in the Wikipedia page. And obviously has as France no got different laws on that sort of thing? Like no no much. Well, no. I'm researching
5: right. that the age of consent <laughs>
2: No. Oh,
5: like oh, I've just been to France, I can't even Google that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Fuck. No,
0: has information that snuckles in way, anyway. No, no, no any time I've been on recently, anyway. Um, but
5: no, but... I didn't know that. I didn't know that he'd uh, done anything much. But... Like... Uh, you
0: real life know, what I mean After I read that I was like That kind of take, That takes even Mershine off this movie From a wee bit.
5: Yeah It is a bit I don't know Because I think The reason I was thinking About Taxi Driver Was there's also A young actress In that Who plays uh, Michelle Pfeiffer that. Mm-hmm. Yeah Michelle Pfeiffer That's it and It made me feel similar Watching this In that sense that Surely you should probably, even though it's just playing someone so young, you should probably get a, an eighteen-year-old to play the part it or something. It
0: looks young, aye. No, I totally, I totally get all the mm-hmm. the, the queasiness that you felt felt about it and that, and it's obviously so exploitative. It's it's scary. Like, I that's what I'm saying. You just wouldn't, this wouldn't get made. It certainly wouldn't be no. very successful. Like you look at this film, it's it's way up in like reviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like it seems to just be accepted because it's slightly older. But you're like, well, hang on a minute. Hey, it's it's like like the Madonna stuff and that. I mean, what their attempt to kind of like make it acceptable is that they kind of put like put kind of clothes on her that cover her up a wee bit, but she's still mm-hmm. fucking well singing about being a virgin. So oh. it's like, uh, it's wrong. I,
4: I, Do you know what's quite strange though is that you say that obviously that, um, that a film like this. Be made today because of the obviously the, the kind of nature of the relationship and how how young the lassie is and stuff like that. But like people look back on it as like a good film, like nowadays. But if a film like that was made today, there would be uproar about it. But there's no real uproar about going back and watching a film with the exact same things that you would disagree with being made today.
0: Yeah, so
3: what
0: I'm trying to say, I say, <laughs> <elder. laughs> Because of you that can, time, there was that, like, that for so many films. that it's about like I don't know. Like we've mentioned, there was a Oz before, but I'm sure she was on like the the who's the the girl that's in Wizard of Oz? Is it Julie, Judy Gallen? Garland? Judy Gallen? Julie Gallen. Like she was so fucking like Barbichets and all that was you know like speed or something to keep her like keep her through the no no just to keep her like was she, was okay. she know the one that was on like fifty or sixty fags a day about like
1: Sean to keep oh, herself no. slim.
0: But, and it was like, and it's like, obviously, that's one of the most kind of well-thought of movies ever, and it's like, well, she, they clearly were just exploiting a wee girl in that movie too. Uh, they take, you're taking these things on their artistic merit at the time, but, obviously, they do that quite a lot, like, with movies in Sky, and that, it'll say, like, this has got, like, depictions and kind of stereotypes that aren't, like, kind of accepted nowadays. They kind of give you, like, a disclaimer.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Aye. I think um, a lot of old cartoons have had to do that, like, a lot of old yeah. Warner Cartoons and that because there's a lot of terms that possibly shouldn't be used. Aye, yeah, let's see. Aye. Let's say there's
1: like trying to be PC around stuff, and we've just been bombarding paedophile <laughs> fucking. No, a, no
0: but as it's paedophile. as it's a t- it's as it's, it's a, it's a tough watch. You know what I mean? Like I can totally, I can totally like understand that. But I, I mean. I think overall,
5: though, I can understand why even stuff like this—it's—you you should be able to separate it, right? It's a story about a guy who does something weird with a young lassie. Like, you should still be able to tell that story, right? Aye. But as long as it, as long as it's not sort of glorifying it, which I don't think it does. It doesn't. I think, no. I, I think for me, the more uncomfortable bit was more the real life aspect. That as an actress, she was such a young lassie, if you know what I mean. Aye. But,
0: People but should I've have any, a, people should have more of an issue with that element than what you actually see in a in a fictitious um like movie. Aye, the fictitious nature of it. I mean it's it's fine. If you want to write stories about
5: folk day, that sort of stuff, that's that's fine. I'm interested in all different types of characters and
0: different stories being told. I think it's more Aye. And if you if you think about it, there's no really it's quite a unique movie in that sense. That there's no really Aye. a lot of stuff out, out there like that.
5: I think this is why it's lasted so long like loads of folk love this film and I think it's what was this early mid 90s as yeah. this came out like it's very very feels like a film that came out at that time everyone was like pushing boundaries and doing weird stuff with films and well, you were able to sort of go that wee bit further and there seemed to just be full artistic license for directors to just do whatever the fuck they wanted uh,
0: which we're kind of yeah, missing, if, you I mean, went, like, if you went now and I keep saying it but if you went with that idea now they'd be like ah, like they'd the bolus, like because <laughs> <right. laughs> it's just uh,
5: it's missing. now was it? Like you don't really get many films that are just like some fucking mad director's mad idea. Just go managed to make it to a film. There's too many layers to like. There's probably all these screen too tests. Many bar- and too many barriers. You
0: mm-hmm.
5: Ah, you've got to get to like how much well, money is a the good goes-
0: thing, right? If you look at this movie, and then obviously we we we, we talked we're talking about this one, and then we've got the other one coming up. I, I like stuff like that that's, like, it's got an edge to it. It's, it like, it makes you, even if it makes you uncomfortable or, like, all this, I don't know what you're saying about the, the other movie yet, but, like, I, I prefer that than just, like, you were talking about air and it's just, like you were saying, Daniel, but it's just, a, like, a corporation that's mm-hmm. made loads of money. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, just, t- let's tell a, an original story. Like, something right. it's gonna make you think, like, and it's just, I, I would much rather watch 100 movies like that than one just like generic plot-driven story
1: well i just just to what one bit just popped in my head there that i think might be the funniest part of the whole movie the funniest line in the whole movie is when matilda's mum and dad are in the bathroom and she says i'm getting ready for work and he says how about you work from home
2: because
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's clearly a prostitute <laughs> Because <laughs> then they just start pumping in the bathroom. <laughs> but honestly, that made me push myself laughing. He's, cl- like,
0: he's class that guy. I can't, I can't remember his name. But uh, no, he was good. Superb.
1: Uh, do you know what? also like? It was also interesting if you think of the scenario where his family's getting shot up by Gary Oldman just fucking wielding guns about bit like like mental. The dad's just hiding and standing in the corner like his 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 daughters and his son and his the wife they're all shouting for him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: but he's just a wee weasel drug dealer who's
0: hiding yeah. in the corner, letting his family get slaughtered. The, 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 the chickens are coming home to roost. You know what I mean?
3: The thing is, too, he doesn't exactly hide that well, does he? He just goes to another room, but they're not going to look
0: there for you. <laughs> he, 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 he hides behind the beads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that'll stop a bullet. <laughs> I like how Gary Oldman, though, goes like that to it, like that with <laughs> and, just, and just opens it, and he's like, it's oh, fucking superb.
1: All right he leans into that character really really well and i just think that whole scene was really really well done as well though because it's like they you can tell that the the people that are with gary oldman are, aren't they, like the hardened criminals that they're playing out to be like they're following his lead and they're being led by him like
0: he's listening to his music <laughs> tell me what happened to that 10 percent, or i'm gonna have to interrupt him and he hates to be interrupted
1: all right <laughs> It's the, no. the big burly guy outside the door with a gun who's like a fucking shaking leaf stand there with a gun pointing, like, shaking himself that anybody's going to come out. doesn't want to be there whatsoever.
3: And but they just start shooting without even checking who it is. <laughs>
0: <But that's laughs> yeah. They're just completely incompetent, basically. That's... And you can
3: actually hear the voices, too. Like, it's like, imagine if I, like, say, for instance, I was we were all part of a mob or went into somebody's house. Shot them, and then you hear like us four voices, and then they just starts shooting at me. It's like you can hear my voice coming out. You know it's me. That's why we're uh,
1: shooting.
3: Aye, that's, that's maybe that's what he was doing. He didn't actually what he was. Imagine I nice
1: Here, here comes the morons. Everyone, be afraid. <laughs> the mo- the mob,
5: <laughs> the mob, I, the, mob. <laughs> the mob. gets mentioned so often. This yeah, yeah. The mob.
0: The mob. Had it earlier as well.
1: Also, eh. Oh. Uh, Sopranos has ruined Tony for me. As soon as they said his name was Tony, the, the Italian mobster, I was like, "Fucking hell!" Is that just stereotypical? And every every lead mobster's
3: Tony. Totally-
0: well, that's it. Because when Gary Oldman's got uh, Matilda in the bathroom and he's like, "Was it? Uh, was the food order a Chinese or was it Thai <laughs> or maybe was it Italian?" <laughs> oh, he was good as well. That's Danny Aiello, that plays Tony. He was class, like really good. He does. He, he's only ever sitting in the, the same chair, I believe. Ah, he's only have that wee day, I think. And the first bit of the movie, like obviously, they go across Central Park and all that, and then it literally just like goes down, it's a shot, and it's it goes into that the wee restaurant. And then the next thing you see is um, Leon with his glass of milk, the fingers, you know what I mean? And when he lifts his glass of milk, it's, it shows you Tony's eye just like watching mm. the, milk, the glass of milk go up and doing really, really cool that. No, it's it's very well done. Like it does
5: there's loads of cool like aspects of it. Um, like I feel like I slated at the start where I was it they're gonna get a higher score than you probably would have initially thought, but um maybe I my just expected a wee bit more of it. But it did make me realise that it makes me love New York, this film. It is you forget that there's quite a lot of cool scenes about and New there's York. A,
0: there's it. a lot of it shot there. I was wasn't too sure there's some of it that isn't shot in New York, but there's uh, most of it is shot there.
5: Aye, no, I made me them and about going in New York, myself. I mean, it was one of those films that you, I had not associated in my mind being so much associated with one particular place. It but I know it's good. The more you're talking about it, the more I'm starting to remember that it's maybe better than I was expecting. Sort of letting on it was there's more things going on. I just think you could have done without so much of the other shenanigans. I would have probably liked it a bit better if it was just Leon, this fucking assassin that lives in the building. And Matilda the Lassie, and it just sort of was focused more on them. I think there's was maybe too much fucking going on and down the outside, like too much shits and fucking tinsel on. I, it I, I kind
0: of mucked up with that though because I, I can't remember at the time, but I don't know if I just bought the director's cut and the, and but I know the the original movie wasn't on Prime when like the last time when I checked, but I don't know if it was there when I first bought it. If you know what I mean, well, I don't know if, like director's cut, yeah, is it actually any better or not?
2: There was two no director's cuts when I searched for it Prime, like, I, I don't know if it was just the same film but with an yeah. essential DVD or movie yeah. cover, but what I was kind of reading when i done the trivia was that version I think which like, became a director's cut, there was a, an edited version which kind of played down the I don't want to say relationship as we've now christened it in know a lot more of that was then added back in for the international version which I think then became the director's cut so it would be good to sort of see if this film would maybe make us uncomfortable if it was the original or the edit version of it. I know well, you're about to
0: come in Kyle but I was just going to say that I remember the one thing I do remember when I watched it way way back was I remember thinking this is way close to the bone. Like that's the one thing I definitely took away from it the first time. Like, so I don't really think they downplayed it much in a director's cut, like, if anything, like, I think somebody mentioned earlier on the only stuff that's really added is, like, the, the hits that they're getting hurt, mm. there's a lot of that more stuff, I, I don't think it's all did with their relationship, eh?
1: Well, let me give you a list of the scenes that were added for, the, that are in the director's cut that we wouldn't have had if we went for the, the, the other, the original one, so Matilda asking Leon to have sex with her and Leon refused him, <laughs> Leon, asking, uh, Leon explaining why he left Italy and went to New York at the age of 19. Matilda and Leon sleeping in the bed is not in the original one. Um, Matilda threatening to shoot herself playing Russian roulette. Oh, I'm oh,
3: really?
1: hitting a the home film. of the tattooed drug dealer and set fire to the drugs. Some of the training missions and um, going to the restaurant to celebrate the first hit was not on the That's all the
0: Director's cut. That makes it very different, I think. Yeah, it's a big difference. It's weird how you like watch yeah. a movie again, though. And I was like, I've seen all of this, but I've never seen it in my life. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> but I actually think all most of the things
1: that we've been speaking about were, that have been the, the the I don't know the polarizing subjects to talk about are all in the bits are added into the director's yeah. cut. So I'm actually quite yeah. thankful that that's what we watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Russian roulette thing's mental when you think about it. <laughs> it? I, like, I just think it's mental that her at that age, is, she's decided at 12 that that's fine, she'll run the risk of shooting herself, although she's fucked it up because she's not known that there's a bullet in the chamber, and he's yeah. known that there's a lot of dynamics to that where he's like, you can only lose here. And does he allow, allow her to kill herself? Because mm-hmm. I think that he left it quite late, but is he thinking she's, she's bluffing, she's going to stop? And Aye. then at the last second He's just managed to move her hand I thought it was super intense
3: remember the bit as well Error on I think it's before that And then It's the first night she's staying there And he gets a gun And goes up to her Back of Reed, And then he thinks about shooting her And then just uh-huh. goes away At the last minute yep, It was totally. only when you mentioned About the gun Where she's got it It reminded me of Obviously that scene as well Aye. he's obviously like Torn is
0: like I He just gets up the in the middle Of the of night way. obviously he, he sleeps Sitting bolt upright And he just wakes up And thinks about Dana, it in, And he's like no, I can't do it. But there's no nothing said or anything like that. Aye. Uh uh-huh. I wonder I'm if she was
3: actually. Jake, was asleep, obviously, or she was ah, yeah. here, like footsteps and that, and obviously she's like there's nothing. She's gig
1: though, isn't she? Like she'll sleep right through. <laughs> but I just yeah. what's interesting is we'll talk to people about this movie that haven't watched the director's cut, and we probably one yeah. of these scenes we would mention would be the restaurant, and have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ken.
5: But yeah, they would probably just go a long way anyway, because you know what folk are like
0: in social situations, they go, Oh I the left seen seen, aye, aye yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was like that day; I hadn't even fucking seen it before. So. <laughs> it shows you how fucking stupid I am. This Mandela effect, you just pre- pretending to
1: have seen that know, one
0: there. I remember watching this at the time, that was one of my best bits. that was one of my
5: favourite scenes before. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> <it> was <laughs> Okay now well.
1: let's know let's uh, say swif- swiftly move on um Hunter is there any trivia that you would like to share with us? I will gather that f- information for you just now. But what that um, means to those listening is he's, fr- he's bringing up IMDB for the first time and <laughs> <in> clicking trivia <laughs> and he's going to read all the ones that are the shortest so that it seems like he's done loads.
2: No I've actually got some lengthier ones this evening for a change. Ooh. A nice length. Oh <laughs> lovely. Um, <laughs> It has been claimed that Luke Besson has written the script for a sequel in which Olivier Megaton was to direct in which Natalie Portman would reprise the Tilda role. Filming was to be delayed until Portman was a bit older. However, in the meantime, Besson left Gaumont Film Company to start his own studio. Uh, unhappy at the departure, the film is held on the professional's right to close and it will not budge. I would say what that has said, though, is what the film, which became Columbiana, was essentially the sequel to Leon the Professional.
5: Oh, OK. There you go. Never no, seen that. Okay. Nah, same. Might watch it now, though.
2: All right. Um, so, according to Luke Besson, the role of Leon was always intended for Gene Reno. And the one else, however, according to Fact Track on the deluxe edition of the DVD, so there's another version of the film yeah. that watch. Uh, both Mel Gibson and Keanu Reeves were extremely interested in the role.
5: Mel Gibson,
0: imagine that. <laughs> oh, wow. Just the same movie, but with lots of anti Semitism. I
5: was I was literally that, that silence, I was about to fill it up with so I hadn't... I thought I'd
2: got to do the wrong bit of t- here, but it now makes sense that I've reread it back to myself. Um, so the scene in which uh, Norman Stansfield, played by Gary Oldman, talks about his appreciation of Ludwig when Beethoven to Matilda's father was completely improvised. The scene was filmed several times with Oldman giving a different improvised story on each take. So... That's just totally You
0: know, it's like funny, it. I, I actually, I can totally believe that, because, uh-huh. see if you actually hear what he says, he goes on about how much he likes Beethoven, and then he says, but after he's, uh, whatever they call it, overtures, he tends to get oh. a bit fucking boring. <laughs> like, well, how much do you really like him, then? <laughs> <laughs> so, he probably just said, like, all different things, and all the yeah. different takes, eh?
2: I just like, different variations of the same uh,
0: Exactly. Uh, body count
2: 34. And finally, so the original script had a much darker ending. After Norman Stansfield shoots Leon, Matilda performs the grenade ring trick and opens her jacket to reveal the live grenade. It was changed by Besson feeling that the audience would not accept Matilda's transformation from an innocent girl to a crazed juvenile killer. Um, Besson had never intended such a transformation for the character, but... (laughs) Innocent like girl to fucking Team Temptress in the space of fucking yeah
0: yeah <laughs> that's what I was just going to say that that's that's crossing the line uh, okay, her, uh, setting off grenades is crossing the line but having her dancing in Madonna and yeah. uh, dressing up as Marlon Monroe and down in champagne and sleeping with a forty with a grown man yeah, no that true. that wasn't close to the, that that was was crossing the line
2: yeah
0: that guy's a Roman like the guy <laughs> nah, he's not quite like <laughs> nah, he's not.
1: Well, just not Trevor related to this movie, but just to clear up earlier, we said that uh in Taxi Driver was Michelle Pfeiffer, it was actually Jodie Foster.
0: Oh aye. <laughs> I'm having a beer tonight. <laughs>
1: I loaded it up in a tab and I've just sat and closed about forty tabs down, I was like, Oh, I forgot to mention Jodie Foster.
3: It was good to Dub suggested, but Daniel was like, Oh I," and he agreed with it. <laughs> Jocelyn. So, like, no, so, then you're the one that I you're the one that says stuff, but people agree with stuff. <laughs> Aye,
0: <laughs> exactly. Aye, that's who it is. Aye, is it fuck? <laughs> is it fuck? So oh. with such confidence, eh? We're a wee bit rusty. Eh? We've not done this for a
1: while. It is always so funny, coming after a couple of weeks not doing it. It's like shit, right? Okay, need to get back into this. How do we do it? I thought we
0: were doing all right, but we've made some faux pas, eh? Faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> so well, does
1: anyone have anything more they want to say about Leon, the paedophile, before we move on to scores?
5: I love that we've got Lee on the pedophile. Like there was never any
0: different name, was there? I think that's <laughs> gonna be the title, eh? yeah. No, I, be- I was creasing myself when Sean said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll from a polarizing movie to I think we all have some polarizing scores from this point. But I think we should have Dubs set up as up first. it uh, was his movie, after all. I had
0: a five um down. But I think I'm going to go to 4.75 instead. Um, I don't think you can ignore some of the stuff that we've discussed, and it is a wee bit That's a wee bit wrong, really. So,
1: just so, to, to clarify, Dubs, uh a movie about a nearly paedophile t- takes a 0.25 off that's all it gets penalized. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's no, let's not go too far, but no, I, I, when I watched it the first time I had a five I absolutely loved it, but more of the more we've chatted about it, I think that's what this is about. It's aye. Discussing yes. Discussing their thoughts and you well, to change your mind a wee bit.
1: Let's go to Daniel then, because he seemed to be coming in the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm,
5: I'm shocked that dubs went so high. I was expecting maybe like a, a 4.25, at a push. Um, I'm giving it a 2.75. I don't. I think it's fairly enjoyable, but I just, I just, it didn't have quite enough for me that I expect.
0: It's actually as oh. one, one of my favourite movies. Like I, I could, I could. Kyle said it at the start, I could go back and watch it.
5: Like yeah. I, I, I probably won't watch this again for another ten years. Oh. Aye, there you go. Do
0: you know what makes me laugh
1: about how we score it? Right, so going from a, like a four point two five to a four point seven five seems like a huge gap, but see, you go from a two to a three, doesn't it seem that big? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it does. A two point seven five, I would say. I've given like that score out loads of times. It just seems like it's. I don't know why. Oh, it's just bro. slightly above average. Right, I, I feel that way about every movie. But we had, it, anything that
1: goes for a four upward has to be like fucking Oscar worthy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did this get any Oscars or anything like that? Then no. don't We're see.
5: It doesn't feel like an Oscar movie to me. It feels more like a sort of, I don't know, trashy 90s, you know, Dirty Magazine movie
0: than an Oscar
1: It is ranked number 38 on IMDb's top 250 of all time.
0: No way. Kind of, that's what I the, like. That's where I got the inspiration for it, pretty much. I just I just went doing that list and what have I seen, what have I no seen, basically, and what have you seen no There's reviewed?
1: It's just in front of a movie that I, I'm... I wish I'd thought of to put it on this next list of movies that we do, but American History X oh, That's good
5: That'd be a good way to discuss on here actually, you should change your film again
1: <laughs> Oh guys, listen I fucking saved you for watching the movie that I did pick. <laughs> what was that again? The Northman? Oh Man. my god, The North the, the Northman So when I watched the trailer for it, I was like oh yes, like an all out action, bloody gory vengeance Viking movie Sounds fucking quality, sounds right up my street and fucking hell, it is, a, it is the creepiest, weirdest film I've ever watched.
0: Uh, that's um, after you just discussed *Leon*. Today. Oh, well, this one doesn't have
1: paedophilia, but it does have incest. So Sean would have liked it.
0: That's because you, you, uh, when you put the poster up for it, it looked Do you like, like *Star Wars*. Like a game. Of, <laughs> it, it looked like a *Game of Thrones* or something like that. And is oh. that though no, just basically? seven series incest basically
1: i basically pretty much but this one (laughs) (laughs) this one northman is it, it just tries to be too true to what was pitched as what vikings were they don't do enough on the the actual action side of it like the finale battle is like done in the shadows and in the dark you can't really see it and it's just fucking it was one of those ones where I, like, forced Sarah to watch, like, phone down, lights off, we're going to watch this movie, we need to take it in, like, I'm doing this for the movie club. And it was, like, an hour in, I'm like, I don't know if I can keep watching this, it's fucking <laughs> good. And for me not to, like, something that, it, to, to, to to go to the point of saying, I don't want you to watch it, because I know it's just going to get resounding zeros, and <laughs> you don't fucking hate me. If I'm just gonna, I just have to hang it up and just, pull up and say, look, it's bollocks, it's pish. Anyway,
4: sorry, moving on, scores. Hunter? Uh, I'm going for a 3.5. 3.5. Sean? I'm just going uh, safe and straight down the middle as a 3, even though it's a 2.5. It's not Uh, straight down the middle, but I'll go for a 3. It's a, late, oh it's a late night. <laughs> I'm just very tired. I've been tired all week.
1: <laughs>
0: Straight in the middle, 385. <laughs> <laughs> Straight
4: in oh. the middle, 60%. <laughs> <friend>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the
2: fuddle?
3: <laughs> Bernsey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go uh What was I think A 3.75.
1: 3.75 well I'm going to be much closer to dubs than this but just slightly below and come in at a 4.5 uh, again like could easily go back and watch us again Burnsy how does that look for the overall score is it the middle is it the top is it the bottom where is it
3: right in the middle we have
2: 3.71 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then that's no bad a 3. I'm a three point seven one does next back to the future, like everything else. Aye. <laughs> um, Sandwiched in between Back to the Future and Back to the Future too.
1: <laughs> but a three point seven one goes joint uh, joint fiftieth alongside Django um, with Jamie Cox, as Bunsy quoted the his name. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Uh, and the Blair Witch Project. Good company. Does- Mm. Just behind Jojo Rabbit, I can't even remember liking
5: that. I loved that.
2: What was that again? That was the, in that scene.
5: The, the comedy. I loved
3: that. I think. Sure oh, I oh, that.
5: Was that the red shoes? Aye, it was really funny. Like Aye. they, they kept saying like Shedler's List. No, that was funny.
1: Schindler's List wasn't that funny. No, <laughs> Schindler's List
5: was very funny. Jojo Rabbit was uh, the piss take for the Nazis, where well, they kept saying, Hal Hitler every single scene, like, "Hell Hitler, 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 no,
1: Hitler. The irony there, though, is Jojo Rabbit and Schindler's List are both 3.75 on our leaderboard. They're right beside each other. Straight in the
0: middle.
1: <laughs> Straight in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean, you're lucky that Leon the paedophile was the agreed name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed, that could have been
2: that
1: could have been a name well, for it. Yeah.
4: I can do it for the next one as well if you want to use that. I'll just (laughs) score the next film. uh,
1: It's definitely going to be a fucking three.
2: Straight to the middle between (laughs) zero and
1: one. Oh, brilliant. Well, listen, that does bring us to the end of the episode for Leon. Uh, Next week we will be doing our final episode in this season of Seen and Unseen, which is Requiem for a Dream, which will be a really interesting, polarising discussion to have probably a lot more than what I've just had for Leon the paedophile but guys, nice to see you again it's been a couple of weeks uh, I'll see you next week when we record the next one in three minutes yeah. <laughs> Catch you then. See you as morons do bid you farewell
5: straight in the middle <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to
0: do, you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law.
4: God, you fucking moron.
0: I stopped like Batman. Because he is Batman, you
2: moron. What are you, a fucking moron?
0: Huh? You moron. Drop dead.
2: Moron. Whoa. Up here, you morons. Stepping morons like yourself. Me down, you moron. Hey, moron.
1: Bid you farewell and good luck Morals. Bye.